Cruise Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. Control. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin. Control. Because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Hello there. <laughs> Welcome to Cruise Control. You're on. <laughs> this is you're on the on-air automotive magazine. <laughs> I am Les Jackson. The guy laughing is me. Is uh, is our noble co-host Fred Staub. Yeah, we He's, have little technical difficulties getting yes. on this morning, but but we're here, Les, and and we made it, didn't we? We uh, yes, we well we always get all over the finish line. Sometimes we're pushing the car. Yeah, like but we're uh, here. <laughs> but we're here. So let's get going. We got a big story to start with. Ford reorganizes and splits the company into two teams. E and Blue will explain what that means. It's a big change for the Blue Oval guys, isn't it? It is a big change and I can see all kinds of things happening, uh, and we'll talk about them. Anyway, BMW wants to put uh, an iX or a, an i4 in your driveway virtually, which, by the way, what good is driving a car virtually? Well, maybe if you don't have to go to the dealer, you could look at it uh, in in your, you know, from your driveway. Who knows? Well, we'll talk yeah. about that. Here's another big story, Les. Honda is teaming up with Sony to develop electric cars. Remember, Sony showed um, a less than impressive electric car. It looked like it was from 10 yeah. years ago at the <laughs> CES show. So we'll see what's going on. That's right. Not remember a bad... the Google car? <laughs> the Google, Mr. Beep. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Anyway, uh, one state wants to ban over-the-air vehicle updates. Now, I find that rather sinister. Yeah, it seems, <laughs> seems like that's a little bit behind the times. We'll tell you what state that is and why they want to do it. And then Mini's got plug-in plans for the most powerful vehicle they ever made. This thing is going to be even more powerful than the John Cooper works. You wonder how they're going to put all that power into that little body, right? Well, I'm thinking of these enormous drive wheels. <laughs> <laughs> that are sticking out about a foot from the side of the car. But it's it's the super, super go-kart. Yeah, so all that yeah. and more when we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control. That's the show you're listening to. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, the YouTube page, and more. It's all there. The big story, less that we will get into after the break is Ford reorganizing. There was some talk last week that Jim Farley, the CEO, said, uh, well, we're not going to split up Ford or whatever, but... 
They didn't physically split it up, but they split up the duties. We'll tell you what that means for future Ford product. And they've got some hot product right now, both electric and internal combustion. So we'll talk about that and more on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Stay tuned. Yep. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson with you here for a full hour of great automotive information. And there's big changes going on there, uh, Les Jackson. Big changes at the Blue Oval, um, and uh, it is uh, changes that will really affect the way they do business going forward. And, uh, you know, we talked about this last week. Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, said, right. was asked, would you ever split up Ford? And I think they met into two separate companies. And he said, no, we never do that. But this week he announced that he would split it up into <laughs> two divisions, now, well, that you know, kind of like, kind of like Lincoln. Or, oh, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, or or Mercury. I mean, well, that's you know, sort it's of a division. Yeah. My take on this is it's more business. It's business teams, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, what what do they call them? Silos. <laughs> we want to, so anyway. Yeah. Let Let's give you the overview here. The Ford Model E division. Uh, and this is a graphic right from Ford, so you know it was written by some PR person. Will delight customers <laughs> with truly incredible electric vehicles and services and build the future as Ford's center of innovation and growth. Well, there you go. Uh, thank you. That was the best cut and pasting I've heard in a long time. <laughs> Um, and so then there's the other division, which is the blue division, and that will inspire customers to pursue their dreams and passions in life with iconic Ford vehicles <laughs> and experiences and serve as the engine that supports Ford's future growth. Okay. Now, I don't know whether those are mission statements or... I think so. Yeah, but but basically it means there's going to be a group concentrating on electric vehicles and the other group will concentrate on the very important vehicles like F-150, uh, Bronco, Maverick, anything that's powered by an internal combustion engine. And believe you me, Ford has got some hits in both of those divisions um, and really, it's the first time that I know of that Ford has had people really demanding vehicles and waiting in line for them, right? Well, that's right. Um, uh, now, how do you think uh, the people at Ford are going to be split up, or, or are they? Well, I think, I think they are. Leadership, um, Doug Field will lead Ford Models E product collection while kumar uh galora will uh, as we know he's been on the show several times speaking of right, lincoln right. he used to run lincoln will serve as president of ford blue 
And he said, Ford Blue's mission is extremely ambitious. We're going to invest in our incredible F-Series franchise, unleash the full potential of hits like Bronco and Maverick, and launch new vehicles uh, like the Global Ranger. That's pretty cool, right? That's pretty cool. Um, it's okay. Um, it, I was thinking uh, of how, uh, if you remember, the uh, Ringling Brothers Circus for many years had two trains. They kind of they divided themselves in two. They had two trains running across the country: the red train, and the blue train. So you're saying. It's sort of like a circus. <laughs> well, no, no, I am not. I am not, although the temptation to make a wisecrack is there. I am not saying that. I'm, th I'm saying they'll have two separate divisions, but they'll ultimately share uh, technology and research uh, and talent. Yeah, I mean... I, I think it's a good management approach because while yeah. you're developing these new e-vehicles, you cannot let things like the F-150 oh, fade no. away, you know, and not, not that that's far from the case at Ford. Matter of fact, they have a number of hits, the, the Bronco, the uh, Maverick, the, of course, F-150 and all its variants, oh, yeah. the Ranger. Lightning. You know, they... Uh, they have a lot of uh, internal combustion hits <laughs> right now, um, and I think I think it's just sort of a management way of dealing with. Hey, we have to create all new products while selling and developing our current products. So it's not a bad way to go, uh, and they'll have two teams, and it, it means that uh, you know work will get done faster. I would imagine, and we'll probably I would think going to see some uh, great new Ford products. So, hey, stay now, tuned. Stay tuned to Cruise Control because we're going to be right back. When we come back, we're going to tell you about BMW's idea for a virtual driveway. So stay tuned. Cruise Control. And yes, this is Cruise Control. I'm Les. He's Fred. We have a story about BMW. That's BMW in North America, of course. They uh, they are debuting. Is that really a legitimate word? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's okay. not like the one word. There's two words I know that get you annoyed. <laughs> don't don't don't. Okay, I'm don't gonna push say me. A bespoke deplaning, <laughs> and those are and the two words that really irritate you, right? Yes, and and you succeeded. <laughs> congratulations. So uh, anyway, they uh, they're they they're un unveiling uh, a unique digital experience, uh, bringing a virtual test drive to your driveway. Yeah. Um, uh, which I, I'm not terribly sure that's a great advantage. Um, <laughs> well, I'm willing to look at it. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, I, I can draw a parallel to this. Um, what they're doing is augmented reality. So it's like, what would this car look like in my driveway or okay, in my garage? 
And so it uses pictures of your house or your driveway, and then it and then it puts one of these vehicles in your driveway, I guess, to see how <laughs> how it would look. I, I never really thought about how one of these vehicles – I never worried how it would look in the driveway. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's not a suit. No, it's a, no. It's a car. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it probably looked nice in the driveway. Well, and that's the whole point. Uh, yeah. In sales, that's called the puppy dog close. You know, you you send the puppy dog home with the person and they fall in love with it. Well, you know, this works too. Yeah. Well, and you know, there's one thing that I'll, I'll give them credit here. There's one thing that's very useful about this. Okay. And that is you think you've settled on a color for your car. Oh, that's a good point. But you, it shows up in that color and you realize, you know, it's not exactly what I imagined it to look like. Let me look at another color. You mean in different during the day, at night, or whatever? Right, right, yeah. right. Well, uh, plus, you know, idea. that shade of red may not, in, in sunlight, in the driveway, uh, virtually, it may not just be that appealing to you. Let's uh, let's talk about this a little bit more because they are using Google Cloud's immersive AR technology, and I've seen this right. in a, in recently in a Genesis vehicle where they had a graphic of the car that was shown over live video of what you were seeing out of the cameras around the car. So it was this graphical representation of the vehicle you were in in the color that it was uh, sitting in the in the parking lot, let's say we had a park. These are two really nice looking cars though. The IX and the I four, they're cars. They are all electric cars. They have great, great stances. They're cars. Yeah. One, one is, I know it's a crossover, but it almost could be a station wagon, Les Jackson. It almost could. You know, it could be. These are Um, sports activity vehicles. The, I mean, the I four grand coupe, which is a four-door. I still, I'll never get that. Why, why they call them a grand coupe. Uh, you know, it's a four-door sedan. Apparently sedan is now a bad word. And then the IX sport activities vehicles. These are fully electric vehicles, output up to 536 horsepower from dual electric motors. And the I4 M50 can launch from zero to 60 in just 3.7 seconds with a range of 270 Ooh. miles. And then uh, they have one, uh, the rear drive I-4, E-Drive e 40. These names are terrible. <laughs> Features a single 335-horsepower <laughs> electric motor, 0 to 60 and 5.5, with a range of 301 miles. And then, if you want more, uh, there is a IX X-Drive 50, and that produces 516 horsepower and uh, allows the all-wheel drive IX to accelerate from 0 to 60 in 4.6 seconds and achieve a range of 324. So these are nice vehicles. I mean, the story is about the virtual uh, driveway, but still, these things are, are great vehicles. Now, the base price for the i4e drive <laughs> 40 I'm here comes telling. the bad news uh okay um 
the base price for the i4 e drive 40 is 55,400 while the i4 m50 starts at 65,000 900 plus a 999 $995 destination. The IX Drive 50 starts at 83,200 plus a 995 destination and handling charge. 83,200. Not uh, not a bargain. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's a lot of car. Uh, it is. It is. I'm sure. I'm sure the experience is great with this. But um, I think what we're talking about here is just a different way of buying. Too people really don't want to go to those dealers. They don't want to spend hours and hours on end with them. They'd rather just do it, you know, virtually. And I think this is just another way that they're using technology, which in this case is Google Cloud's immersive AR technology to um to make it happen and i think we're going to see more of these things coming up in the future don't you agree i would agree um i think all the companies are doing or will be doing things this way will you be able to actually close the deal uh, and sign all the papers and i some some uh, allow you to do it uh, completely electronically. Um, so it's just going to get more and more that way where where people are just not, they just don't want to go and sit somewhere. They want to buy a car at four in the morning. They don't want to do That's it, uh, you know, spend their whole Saturday sitting there, you know, getting worked over. So I think, uh, I think this is what um, we will see and we'll see more of it and great looking vehicles from uh, the folks over at BMW. We look forward to checking them out when they, when they are available because uh, it's interesting, interesting technology, even if they do call the sedan, a grand coupe, Les Jackson. Yes. <laughs> so, Hey, uh, coming up, we've got a lot of stories coming up here. We're going to talk about Honda teaming up with Sony to build electric cars as I mentioned during the open, Sony showed a, what I thought looked like an outdated electric car at the CES show. I'm sure Honda can up the game when they get in the mix there. And then we'll tell you about this. Uh, we've talked a lot about this on cruise control. Over-the-air updates for your cars. It's basically like your computer gets a Windows update. Um, but one state wants to ban those. We'll tell you why that is. <laughs> I want to ban. Yeah. I want to ban fuel injection and go back to carburetors. That, that's right. That's what I want to do. And bias ply tires. That's what I want. <laughs> uh, and then Mini's got plug-in plans. This will be the most powerful vehicle Mini has ever made, and that includes even more powerful than some of the John Cooper Works versions. So. That's exciting, all that power in a, a wheelbase uh, that is, what, uh, <laughs> about uh, five feet? Maybe. Uh, I think it's actually, well, no, the, the car is eight feet, so oh. it's probably six feet. Uh, so that, that, that will be interesting and fun for sure. So, um, you know, that's what we have coming up and plenty more. We're also going to tell you about uh, the folks over at Dodge kind of teasing the sound of their future vehicles, which they say is shocking. So yeah, I, 
my take on it is growling electricity, sort of like, uh, you know, when you hear arcing electricity, that's what my, I think the sound would be. I don't know. We'll have to see. But all that and more coming up on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is none other than Les Jackson. We will be right back. Stay tuned to Cruise Control. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We'll be right back. We are live every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control. We, uh, we're just watching everything on the roads these days, but over at Honda... Uh, they've teamed up with Sony to uh, develop electric cars. Now, Honda, yeah, that's right. Honda has, of course, made hybrids for long time, 25 years. Yeah, long, long, long time. And uh, they, I would say, would be number two in the hybrid world compared to, yeah, well, you, you think they had the insight, so they were kind of before Toyota on it, but I think Toyota took the, the lead on hybrids. When they, you're they did, not because the technology was better, but because the uh, the Prius looked different. It looked like a different kind of car. Yeah. Honda stayed with standard look, which I personally prefer. Right. Uh, but people embraced the different look. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Honda Civic uh, Hybrid, when it came out, looked like a Honda Civic, a little bit different here and there, maybe different wheels, but mostly like a Honda right. Civic. Yeah. Well, uh, Honda's going to develop electric cars with Sony. Uh, they have a memorandum of understanding to work together in creating a new era of mobility and mobility services. Uh, and it could... Uh, give Honda a major boost in the world of EVs, of course, because Sony can make this happen as far as technology go. It does have, of course, a Accord Hybrid, which is a great vehicle. The CV, uh, CRV Hybrid have not driven that one, but I have driven the Accord Hybrid. Um, and I think what this is what they know they. they Sony has revealed what uh, their SUV called the Vision SO2. To me, that looked very outdated <laughs> compared to <V> <laughs> like it had been sitting around a little bit and, and had been brought out. Um, at this point, it's just a memorandum of understanding. But certainly having Sony as a partner is only going to help Honda. And we talked earlier about what Ford's doing and doing the E division and the uh, blue division. Uh, this is kind of the same for Honda, although they're out with Sony as a kind of their external E vision. I mean, let's face it. Sony has no experience in building bodies and safety testing no. and, no. Uh, you know, what's the best supplier for car seats. So why should they have to reinvent the wheel? While they do have great development with electronics and um, all of the uh, things that would go into an electric vehicle that could be adapted from what they build, all kinds of electronics. So and, and I know uh, that they'll solve 
the long-standing uh, Bluetooth problem with <laughs> Honda vehicles. <laughs> That's true. It's just strange. That, that's true. Uh, you and I have said this for some reason, and I, it, it seems it just doesn't make sense. Japanese vehicles have more trouble with infotainment system, things like connecting up your Android Auto or your Apple CarPlay or your Bluetooth than <coughs> domestic models or German models. And uh, German or European models, I should say. Uh, I find this all the time. Don't know why. The Don't info, know why. The infotainment systems in domestic vehicles are great. You know, they just work easily. You don't even have to think about them. But I've had Toyotas and Hondas where I just could not connect to it no matter what I did. But meanwhile, all the other cars, it just kind of falls in place. So... Uh, I don't know why that is, Les, but maybe maybe this I don't either. alliance between uh, Honda and Sony will uh, will solve that. And if it does, that's good. But I, I definitely think they're going to play to their strong points. Like I said, uh, Sony yeah, has no yeah. interest in uh, hiring auto designers, uh, and Honda has some great ones. So it, it should uh, it should work out well. So we'll keep you up to date. I think it will. Um and and you, I predict, and I'm sure you'll agree, that if if they stay together, um, that we're going to see an awful lot of Hondas placed in Sony movie productions. Uh, I would agree. I ha would certainly agree. Yeah. So yep. that's another that's another plus. Instant marketing. I, I didn't think about that, but uh, yeah, yep. that's true. A good point. Good point. Well. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the state that wants to ban over-the-air updates. Now, over-the-air updates, Les, uh, are something – it's something we're going to see in vehicles. Uh, you know, it's just going to – it's just going to become like a standard thing. It's just like your computer, right? Updates. Exactly. We were both updating our computers, weren't we? And uh, – Let's not get into that this week for me. It's been a, it's been a, I was ready to shoot it. <laughs> but um, it seems like, it seems like this one state, which is West Virginia, wants to ban uh, over the air updates because dealers say it's taking business away from them. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's pretty bad, right? Come on. Uh, uh dealers were able to influence the state legislature that much that's ridiculous well uh i think i think that uh, you know the bill has not passed yet but i think that they have a powerful lobby and uh <laughs> the, it's known as the west virginia house bill hb 4560 seeks to expand dealer's stranglehold over the new vehicle market by blocking over-the-air software updates. Hmm. Maybe, they're, I, maybe uh, they're the same dealers, like you'll bring it up for an over-the-air update and they'll put it up on the lift and say, oh, you need $3,000 worth of work and I'm not putting it down on the ground until you pay for it, right? That uh, that happens. Uh, sure happens. Um I may take a trip to the West Virginia legislature. <laughs> now this has not passed. It's just you can you can you can basically, you know, put any bill out there you want, but certainly the That's dealers 
are driving this. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I think I think it's not only hard for consumers, but as as this article um, in Carbuzz put it, what if there's a, a safety update that you need to get right away? Let's say something that you know your car stalls on the highway or whatever, but we can we can send you this update overnight and it's all fixed. But now, instead, they want you to go to a dealer and. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll say, well, I don't have any um, I don't have any appointments for the next two weeks. You know, that's that's a real issue. You cannot stop technology. You can't you can't go back and say, you know, I don't want anti-lock brakes. They don't work. Or I I don't believe in, uh, you know, this automatic braking stuff. I don't want to do it. And this is what this bill is trying to do. It's not it's not like this is. This is the way it is. This is the way things update, you know, and cars are computers. So you can't stop this. Uh, in in West Virginia, you're never more than two to three hours from the border of all the neighboring states. So if they pass something like this, then I think most people would just drive to Virginia or or Maryland or uh across the Kentucky border I you know I don't know do they do car manufacturers have you're right no. you could geofence it where you could say like if your well, car is in except, West Virginia but what if what if I'm from New York and my car is in West Virginia and an important update comes out I I don't know yeah. I don't know how you do it do the car I manufacturers don't, think... don't know where cars are registered do they no no um I don't think that they could create a uh, a system that would prevent the signals from reaching the cars no i don't think they could either but it's it's kind of a crazy story and uh, i think it's one that uh, you know we will follow i don't know if that will ever be passed and um you know it really just seems bizarre to me that uh you know that that dealers think that they have to bring it in for everything like that it's not like you're replacing a physical piece on the car for warranty right. or something like that that's that's different so we'll keep you up to date on that at cruise control uh let's talk about this the mini the next mini countryman the countryman is their sort of little suv or cuv which is getting a complete redo but when it gets redone it could have uh, a rumored output of 322 horsepower. This is according to Autocar, which is a European uh, magazine, not the Autocar truck manufacturer that it has, hasn't been around for a while. Um, and this is the plug-in hybrid Countryman. It will be the most powerful car the brand has ever produced, 322 horsepower. The current one... Mm has 221 horsepower, which is certainly not bad even for a Mini currently. So interesting. We don't know when this will be coming out, but certainly it will be a powerful Mini. Hey, when we come back, we've got plenty more to go, and we're going to tell you about the sound Dodge has for future performance. Cruise Control is your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. 
Welcome back to Cruise Control. Big things going on in the automotive industry. Les. Oh, yeah. And uh, we told you about what was happening at Ford. We told you what's happening between Honda and Sony. Um, and then, of course, there's Stellantis. They they kind of been yeah. t talking up their electric future. They showed off another uh, kind of teaser for the, the new Ram. Um which looks like a great vehicle, which is going to be a great vehicle. Uh, but one of the things, of course, and, and I guess Dodge has been known now it is the brand of muscle. <laughs> By the way, I was yeah. in my local park. This was, this was bizarre. And I was uh, shooting some video uh, of a press vehicle off in the corner at where I go so I don't annoy anyone. And along comes four... Uh, Dodge brand vehicles, uh, Hellcat Charger, Hellcat Challenger, a couple of others. They line up like they're in a staging lane, and then they go right to the center of the parking lot and start doing donuts. Tires smoking, Boy. chunks of rubber flying out, and then one would finish, then would just drive around and get back in line again. It was like an organized event. But, uh, I, but I thought, wow, you're doing wonders for that vehicle, aren't you? Oh, listen, these guys are surely in the brain trust. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, there's a Nobel Prize <laughs> waiting somewhere. Um, I thought this I was is a stupid. That's why they actually, and of course, if the police ever caught them, that that's classified as reckless driving. But uh, I mean, what a dumb thing to do. Uh, you're going to you're going to. What are they going to do if they uh, flatten two or three of their tires? Yeah, or blow out the universal joints or something like that. Even better. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, let's talk about Dodge's future. Uh, EV promise. You know, we we uh, had some of the folks on from Dodge and said, well, you know, you have all these great vehicles. They're going to transition to electric. But what will they sound like? And so Stellantis mm -hmm. CEO Carlos Tavares says uh, this year they will debut in concept form a new Dodge performance car that could replace the Charger and the Challenger, and it will have a shocking sound. Uh, he said, mm -hmm. we have created a sound that you cannot imagine. <laughs> and the sound <laughs> will be louder and more powerful in function uh, of the way you are using the car. Those are his words. So um, what do you make of that? What do you think the sound will be? Well, I would assume it'll be some sort of crackly, uh, high-pitched exhaust, open exhaust sound. And I'm sure they've done studies that of what people like about the current sound of the Hellcat. It's the scream of the supercharger it's the uh you know deep that deep sound that comes from deep within the engines uh i you know i it will be interesting to see what they come up with of course if they don't like it they can always change it can't they <laughs> well true i i really i i would prefer to to hear the like the old roadrunner beep beep <laughs> that's a that's that was a cool sound I I sort of like the sound of a turbine, even though yeah. it makes no sense. Yeah. But it it always, I thought, well, that's what cars mm -hmm. will sound like in the future. Thing is, 
do you think they make these sounds that will stay inside the car or will they be putting speakers outside the car so everyone hears? Well, they're getting, uh, the states are pushing back real hard on loud exhausts. Um, so I think it's going to be more inside. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I think you're right, too. I mean, it really doesn't have to be outside because, you know, unless you're standing on the side of the road and it passes and you say, wow, that's cool, uh, really, it will be on the inside. And uh, I hopefully, hopefully you have a volume control on the inside. <laughs> for, <laughs> for well, look, Ford Mach-E does. I mean, they have a silent mode yeah. and uh, and then they have the unbridled sound. Um, I didn't find them to be too massively different and they were not like overwhelming. I think you do need a sound in an electric car because it, it's sort of like, that's how some people drive. You know, they, it's a feedback mechanism. It would be that's like having true. a steering wheel with no feedback. You wouldn't be able to know where you were on the road, you know? Um, uh, <clears throat> I was part of a uh, practical joke uh, this past week. Uh-oh. This has nothing to do with Dodges. <laughs> but uh, a friend of mine's next-door neighbor that uh, they sort of get along <laughs> bought a new, <laughs> bought a new uh, SUV, um, and we opened it up and took the... Uh, the, the little jack that you get with it right out and put a uh, an old style bumper jack in it <laughs> uh, as a you know hoping that he would be dumb enough to try jack it up but of course he wasn't but it just was you know such a an anachronistic joke interesting interesting okay yeah. All right. Well, he didn't. By the way, he didn't appreciate it. No, he's like, "Where's my jack? Bring it back." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this car, I paid twenty thousand dollars over MSRP. It's not funny. <laughs> that jack cost me twenty five hundred dollars. Good, good point. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Well, you think about this too. With the average price of cars going up, does that increase the penalties for stealing it? Is is that what is grand? Is that grand larceny? What it what you know? If cars are now going to be eighty five thousand to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, right? We just talked about the one BMW. The price on it is eighty five thousand dollars. Who knows what it will sell for? Probably more. I mean, you're it's, talking some serious yep. money here now. It's no longer well. Hey, it's my. Yeah, three thousand dollar beater, or my uh, even my fifteen thousand dollar car. It's my you know, hundred and twenty five thousand dollar electro SUV. I think you're right. I think that the incentive to steal these things is going to be far greater. Yeah, interesting. Uh, hmm. th this was a cool story uh, that came out this week about um, SEMA. They got the bill passed for low volume manufacturers uh, means that the manufacturers can build up to, I believe it's 375 cars a year. 
and this helps uh, people building like they can sell them as a finished car so they can build a full cobra uh, replica you can get a, a street rod or whatever low low numbers car i think i think that's an interesting idea kind of harkens back to the old days when you would buy a chassis and go out and find a coach builder right well that's right um I th yeah, so it's 375 vehicles a year you can build. Mm -hmm. I can remember when it was about 100. Yeah, 375, you think about it. And, and this is what probably will, like when DeLorean starts building their electric car. Mm -hmm. Perfect. They're not going to sell more than 375 a year. No. Uh, and uh, this will be perfect for I think I think it's a good idea. We thank the folks over at SEMA. And uh, NHTSA, SEMA and NHTSA got together to implement this rule. And I think it will lead to some interesting vehicles we can talk about on cruise control. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a good deal. So uh, that's a good, good way to end this hour of cruise control. Don't forget to check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, check out the YouTube page, all kinds of stuff there. CruiseControlRadio.com is the gateway to get to it all. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We're going to see you down the road. Bye. Control streams live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. Watch us live on Facebook and YouTube. Details are in this podcast's episode information.